0: but let's first talk about conference realignment and what's going to happen not just this year but 2024 so 2024
1: yeah things are looks
0: absolutely insane jamie good to have you back as well
1: crazy Um, yes uh i will say before we start i saw a lot of the likes about your you know our post from yesterday and it was a lot of you know a lot of the same people that you know like to watch and yep. I love that. So A lot of people are ready come, to go. Come back, come, come back. back. Let's keep go. <laughs>
0: um, so we have, like I said, we got our, our conference realignment coming in 2024, which is going to change the landscape of college football altogether. Um, with Big Ten expanding, SEC expanding, Big Twelve, or, uh, yeah, Big Twelve expanding, and then the Pac-12
1: shrinking down to four teams. <laughs> Um, there's well, still a lot to happen. And, and the interesting part is that the Big 12 is kind of going that way this season. Yeah. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot more teams in that conference this year. And, you know, I've already heard national media saying, is the Big 12 going to be the deepest conference this season? And, it's it, you know, it's possible. Um, yeah. But it's not necessarily a power ho- powerhouse conference. That's true. <laughs> they don't play a lot of defense. but. We'll see. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's going to be really. And interesting. then
1: Texas and Oklahoma are going to be leaving. So, yeah, you know, t- yeah, Texas, Oklahoma, off to
0: the SEC. Um, you have your Pac-12 teams merging with the Big Ten. Um, also, an interesting merge because you have obviously the two-hour time change to the uh, to the West Coast. Um, three-hour time change if you're going from USC to Rutgers. That's true. So, I mean, two- to three-hour time change for all these teams going to the Midwest or to further east. Um, I mean, that's that's a big deal. And, and, you know, it's a really, two-hour time change just from USC to to Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so we all know the reason why this is happening. It it's has money. nothing to do with anything but football. It's all about football. I mean, obviously money, yes, money and football. No one is talking about your other teams and how it impacts it's, your other sports.
1: It's not talking about your volleyball team going from Piscataway, New Jersey to <laughs> um you know Los Angeles on a Tuesday. No.
0: <laughs> no, and you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how things shake out because I obviously it's money driven. I don't think it's going to be a good thing for College sports. I mean, it definitely looks more. I mean, we already talked about NIL. We have already talked about transfer portal and how that shifted college football. Because it really, it's impacting football more than any other sport. Basketball's maybe second. You probably got volleyball up there, but again, other sports like how much is impacting it's, from a a uh, a national standpoint?
1: It's going to cost mm-hmm. people more. It's not like football. It's going to cost people more money to pay to be able to watch their team play on a random. You know their basketball team or volleyball team play on a thursday night or yeah. a tuesday night um because you're gonna have to it's all it's all media uh tv contract deals yeah. that is is making the money that's paying the money for these schools that you're if you want to watch nebraska play washington on a tuesday night you, you might have to Pay for a streaming service.
0: I mean, how many, how many of you are staying up until midnight, 1230, maybe even 1 a.m. watching college football on a Saturday night? I mean, if I make it to 1130, that's that's pretty good. I typically might, but I don't have Pac-12 network, so no. I did not watch USC. <laughs> no. So that makes things more challenging. So it's going to be really, not only from the team standpoint and the different sports, but also you got to look at down the road of just fans how are they going to react and how you know you're going to have to fork over more money unless ESPN expands their network on how they can broadcast games on ESPN Plus you know but again then you got to pay for ESPN Plus yeah so it's all about money so again different i think we got what how many teams in the Big 10 16 16 SEC is going to have 16 do we have 16 or is it 18 18 yeah i think it might be 18 um, so like 18 16 i mean it's the numbers are astronomical here. I'm going to pull up the chart eight, here. I think it's 18 now.
1: So I thought you had it saved. Yeah. So we look
0: know. up. You know what the Big Ten looks like. Yeah, we're looking at 18 teams. 18 teams. Um, 16 in the SEC. You know, you're looking at 14 in the ACC. Plus Notre Dame and 16 in the big in the in the Big 12. Yeah, you say plus Notre Dame, but you talk about Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got to pick a conference. They're going to have to.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch them yesterday. I went out of my way to make sure I didn't watch them yesterday because I didn't care. (laughs) 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 Um, But, uh, yeah, they're going to have to. And they should have joined the Big Ten, but now it's too late. They they will
0: never be able to make the playoff without joining a conference. Well, they will
1: because there's a 12-team playoff now, and they think that they're just above everybody else. But it's a... But it's gonna be it's just gonna to be tougher I mean I, I think eventually
0: they, they're not gonna have a choice because now you're still talking about money and contracts I mean all this money is being forked over to this conference realignment as well they can be a part of that they can still get the big chunk of money um, with
1: their the network that they you know was ABC is that the network they use and NBC so and maybe they just feel they're gonna fall into the ACC because so what they always well, no, to play no it's anyways. because that they they are contracted into yep. them for four games a year or whatever yeah. and they're in a lot of those conferences but it's it, you know it's weird like you look at college hockey because we're college hockey fans because we love UNO. and um the the college college hockey conferences are so weird and with this conference yeah. realignment it's I've seen posts on Twitter or X whatever you want to say about like what is this gonna do for college hockey like realignment because nope. arizona state joined nchc
0: yeah and but,
1: there's big 10 hockey conference and so like yeah what but there's there's that you don't have the conferences in hockey like
0: you do in any other sport no, like, i get it it's just I set mean, up I mean, a little it, bit differently but but it still could change things to where now maybe you get more college hockey I sure um, hope so. You know, love it. There's been a lot of talk about SEC. Um, they they want a hockey conference, and I'm that'd like, be awesome. Yeah, I'm like, all right, let's bring SEC. Let's that'd do cool. a let's do a Big Ten. You know, expand the Big Ten. Get a Big Twelve. You know, more hockey is better for everybody, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we'll see what happens. I I'm interested to see where is hockey profitable. Eh, not like football. No, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's no. just enjoyable. My but guess. it's fun. Uh, but no, it's it's not profitable. So again, to your point, no, it's not going to expand. But that'd be really cool. Um, all right, football. So we yes, had a little bit of, we had a little bit of football yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame Navy, not a game. Didn't watch. Uh, USC San Jose, St- couldn't San Jose State. Couldn't watch. Couldn't watch it. But they Same gave
1: San Jose Z- Z- State scored twenty eight points.
0: <laughs> uh, and they were down by seven and a half. Um, was
1: half. But they lost by twenty eight. Still, so I yeah, we'll see. First game they, of the year. And the only thing I read was Caleb Williams throws four touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the only narrative. Of the yep. game. I don't care. Whatever. He's your Heisman front runner, so they're going to make it look good. Yep.
0: Um, so a little bit of football yesterday. Not a whole lot. Nothing. nothing too crazy on uh, week zero. I feel like in the past we've had more week zero, like some exciting games in week zero. Or at least like some good matchups more on TV. But there really wasn't
1: much yesterday. Yeah. Um, Nothing really that tripped my trigger, and I I had a lot going on, so I wasn't going to be able to watch anyway. Yes, so but Thursday, Thursday big night day, is Thursday night, that. sink the boat.
0: Um, you know, I was reading some of P.J. Fleck's comments on the Huskers and what he thinks coming in. He's got high praise for Matt Rule. Again, I don't like the guy. We don't like the guy. A lot of Husker fans don't like P.J. Fleck. Um, but we've struggled to beat Minnesota. No matter, It doesn't matter. We, we've struggled against Minnesota. We went to the game last year. The three of us. We, yes. we should have won the game last year. Um, we didn't. But it's one of those things where uh, and I talked to Adam Carriker uh, a few weeks ago. He said, you know what? I still think we have one of the more talented rosters um, on in, in our conference. Not, not in the east, but in the west. Definitely Big, in our division. Big 10 west. In our division, he said, there's no reason why Nebraska should not be at the top of that division by the end of the year. At least top three. Uh, yeah. And, again, Minnesota, yes. Are they good? Yeah, but you're right, Casey. No one no gives a damn about Notre Dame. What's up, Kara? Welcome back. <laughs> uh, but again, it's the fact that we struggle with Minnesota every year when we we've had the more talented team on paper and we don't put it on the field is frustrating. So the the biggest thing
1: I think the difference has been the the lines, yeah. offensive and defensive line. Minnesota's got a big offensive line. And they can get pressure on the quarterback. That has been the difference. That's what we want to be. And I'm not trying to be like we want to be like Minnesota. We want to
0: rule the trenches. But we,
1: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, we got to get the big boys up front, and we got to get pressure on the quarterback. And that's the biggest thing that we need to change, and that's going to help us win games. And again, I feel like we're repeating ourselves. I feel like this
0: happens every year. We talk about offense, defensive line. We just haven't been strong enough or developed to the point where we're winning the battles up front in the trenches. And that's what that's what wins you games. Again, you look at Iowa. Their offense sucks. And their defense helps them out because their defense is strong. It but it all, game. it all
1: starts up front. It starts on pressure on the quarterback. And- like you said, it's like beating a dead horse. We talk about it every year, but um, and we haven't played a game yet, so we, yes. we we haven't seen Matt Rule era yet start yet. But we're, we're also um, doing something that's pretty rare in college football, footballs in 3 5 yeah. Um, I agree, but either way, uh, we got to see a Matt Rule game played out, and it might take a little bit, but as long as we can start to develop those guys, I feel yeah. like we haven't developed those often. Like they're talking about how good. Bryce Benhart has been. And, you know, this offensive line is doing really well. I don't, I don't we, think Benhart can get much worse. We, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, <laughs> I hope not. But right. um, if we can see at least a little bit of improvement and see, like, maybe we're not there just yet, yeah. but if we have the right guys in place to develop those position players. Then maybe we could be pretty good in a couple years. So
0: Yeah, uh, I think, um, you know, again, and, and PJ Fleck reading his comments this past weekend, he talked about the three through five defense. And he talked about how it's difficult to defend on the offensive side because there's so many different things you could do with the three through five. You could start with three guys up, and, and then right before you snap the ball, you got five guys on the line. Or four guys on the line, or you you start with five and then you push two back, or you, you. There's so many different combinations that you can use, which is really hard from an offensive standpoint to really know
1: when pressure's coming, when it's not coming, and where it's coming from. And so, especially like in second and long, third and long, yeah, or third down in general,
0: yeah. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how it goes because again, you don't see it a lot in college football; it's kind of a rarity. So I'm hoping to see good things with a three three five. Um, Make in-game adjustments and come out there and just you know, let's play some good Husker football that we have seen over the years. It's just not consistent. Um, well, Kara is drinking the or she wants to taste the Roulade. Man, I I drink the Kool Aid. Um, sure. Well, I I'm not drinking the Kool Aid yet, but it, wait till we get to our predictions for the season, and then my Kool Aid's going to go like through the roof. So, oh, you're coming a- out my nose and my ears. Yeah, it'll, it's always
1: <laughs> intensified for you. Yeah.
0: Uh, KC doesn't have faith in the three-three-five. I don't know if a lot of people do, to be honest. I just because you don't see it, it's just hard to. Okay, it's hard to see how it's going to work. But I think once we get into our depth chart and talk about our defense, yeah, we'll get there. Hopefully, be a little bit more excited. And it's just all going to depend on how the schemes work and how we look to defend. Um, I I, I mean I
1: totally get it because in the Big Ten, it's you know it's big boy. Football, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. I get it. you yep. um, all about the analogies but, today. Three yards in a cloud it. of dust. What does that even mean? Um, <laughs> but if you have the right players in positions, like you said, like you could have three up at the line and yep. all of a sudden you got five. You know, if you have the right guys in place for that, it can really work. And if you have guys in place that can, you know, get in there and get – you know different different blitz packages and get sacks and stuff like that like and i think our guys on the back end are really good so uh you might put them on an island here and there but uh they might be able i think that they'll be able to uh handle that you know and we'll like we said we'll get to the depth chart
0: but yeah um so casey talks about just our strength coach absolutely we have a strength coach who looks like a strength coach look at gabe urban that dude is—he looks like the Hulk. He I is, said that.
1: He is gi, <laughs> ginormous.
0: The, the dude is just. I, I so saw. Big. I
1: saw a post that <laughs> said, "Gabe Irvin looks like he ate the old Gabe Irvin." <laughs> that, pretty, pretty much. He's that, so big. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: the guy, the guy got hurt last. The, he was so promising last year yeah he he's been he so hurt, good well, for, the last game for, the
1: two, for the last two years he has been so well, promising no no he
0: got hurt the first game last year wasn't it it was two years ago oh man that feels like it feels like it was yesterday uh but the guy's got so much promise and again we'll get to our depth chart here but we have opportunity in the running back room we got four strong running backs that are really exciting this year uh, again i I tell Jimmy this every year. I, I don't get too excited in the offseason because there's so much movement from players, especially with the transfer portal now. You don't know who's staying, who's going. You got guys that arrive to campus late, guys that are early in the spring. So there's so much movement with the team that it's hard to get excited about anything until until now. I was like, all right, now it's go time. We got all these players. You know, Unfortunately, we had Xavier Betts that was going to come back, and he decided, you know what? I don't want to play football anymore. I don't love it anymore. I get it. And I'd rather him do that than be on the field and, and give, you know, 20%. Give 50%. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Whatever. So, um, totally agree. Carrie mentioned that came to your hometown with 40 players, support a fundraiser, impressive culture. Again, that's that's always that's always good to hear because you see these guys, again, on social media and how they're react, interacting with each other. And even Matt Rule said, I'm having the most fun I've ever had as a coach. Again, he had a really crappy time in, in Carolina, but – The fact that he's coming back and he's enjoying everything he's doing, if you have a coach who enjoys what they do, you're going to get that much more out of the players too. Dang, he's a heck
1: of a speaker too. If you've heard – You can tell his dad was was a preacher. Oh, you can definitely tell. He said he hasn't been more excited Mm -hmm. for a game in World Stadium because he's like, I'm never going to coach in a game in a place like that ever. Yeah. And he's been an NFL coach. Yep. Yeah. But he also, did you hear him talk about, like, being on the road? No. Okay, so he's like, obviously, when when you play at home, it's an advantage. Like, you love it, everything. He's like, I love being on the road. I love everything about being on the road. I love being in the hotel, being with the guys, doing everything. He is just, like, spot on, exactly what we need at this point. (laughs) Just, like, someone that can... Talk to the guys, push the guys, and be the guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to see how we play on the road. Like, I wasn't expecting us to beat Minnesota, and right now I'm thinking that we just might. Yeah, uh, and you know they they do want to bring
0: um, you know Andrew just mentioned here they want to bring the black shirts back, and so new black shirts announced. So we'll have to look into that, Andrew. I haven't looked into it yet. I know they said they do want to have the black shirts again. Uh, everyone's kind of you get kind of 50 50 response on like before the season you hand about in the season like at what point do people earn their black shirts maybe
1: after a few games or whatever yeah I
0: mean i'm I'm kind of back and forth on it as well it's like can you really earn it in the off season um I think the captain is obviously a huge reward
1: yeah that being a captain the, and the single digit number deal is is really cool because yeah. they they earn it. and it's not from the coaches it's from the team it's from their peers.
0: Single-digit guys got
1: oh on the defense okay no the the well no no he's saying it looks like maybe single-digit guys on the black shirts oh okay. they may have yeah. yeah that makes sense I mean you're talking Luke Reimer Nick Heinrich yep. um, the guys that probably should have
0: them yeah the leaders on the team so um, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited again I it's I talked to Carricker I think it was maybe three four weeks ago um, you know he's got his new thing going on um, with his uh, the new char- character yeah, chronicle, like check he changed some check things too. Um, you know, no longer with the world herald. We talked for a little while, and I asked him about the coach. I asked him about uh, the coaching overall. Talked about the players, and again, he talked about our depth chart. He talked about the talent on the team, but he, he said the coaches are impressive to talk to. They have a lot of experience coming into this team. They want to turn the program around, and he said it just felt different than you know what he's seen
1: before and, and over the last few years. So. Um, and I, we've heard that before. I mean, and we've heard that before. So I really hope that that happens. Um, yes, you know. Again, another thing is is you know rules a program builder, if you will. He comes in and turns teams around. Uh, the first year it might be two and ten, and then the next <laughs> year is six and six or eight and four or whatever. But I think that everything I've heard is he's in a position where he thinks hey with the talent that we have here it's not gonna be that complete rebuild yeah. we're gonna be able to be competitive and he wants to win he wants yeah. to win I, I mean they're kicking players out of practice and other guys are going and grabbing them and bringing them back i'm, I'm not sure if you've seen all that but yeah. um i love that he, he's he's instilling a team leadership a culture uh,
0: <laughs> culture <yes. laughs> it's uh, a, crazy a, a culture of being there for each other and then hey the guy's back he's acknowledging that too and again you talk about a team a, a culture builder a team builder a um kind of a long it, it's it takes a it's a process right but as you hear as you listen to other coaches and you listen to even previous players and they think about rule and what they've seen what they've heard mm-hmm. the talent on the team they're like this is not a three-year build look at where he, with temple The Temple, right? Yeah, Temple. Yeah. And with Baylor. I mean, they were bottom of the barrel. I mean, bottom of the barrel teams. Baylor was bottom of the barrel in the Big
1: 12. Baylor had talent, but they went through a huge scandal. They still had talent. I know that that's one thing that people are like, oh, they say they didn't have talent. They had talent. I get it. But he had to rebuild that.
0: Yeah.
1: He had to instill a
0: different culture and really build that program back up. And so, again, I think he's coming in with more talent. I think he's coming in with a – A roster of guys who not only want to win who have not been winning um, but are used to winning and so when guys want that so bad it doesn't take a whole lot to push them and motivate them but you have to have the right coach we didn't have the right coach with frost we didn't have the right guy to push our guys accountability is a big piece of it um and and it's just like anything look, look at look at your life and what you do at work like if you have somebody that just Gets away with everything, it's because are not held accountable. <laughs> that's just that goes at work, too. Jimmy knows, but I work in HR, I see it all the time accountability. You don't hold your team accountable, they're gonna walk all over you. Yeah, you don't hold your team accountable, they're gonna walk all over you. So, Matt Rule is getting that culture of accountability built up. Casey, good point as well. Uh, culture of accountability and that, that's a big piece of what we need at Husker football
1: to get back up to the team that per- we should be. Perfect example is. <laughs> you can take two two quotes away. They maybe weren't right away from both coaches, but they were before the season for both coaches. Matt Rule says we need to earn the respect from our Big Ten peers, our Big Ten opponents. Mm-hmm. Like we need to earn that respect back that we haven't had essentially since joining the Big Ten. If you ask me except for maybe those first couple of years. We need to earn <laughs> that respect yep. of, like, we are, um, a pro- like, we're going to be a problem when we come play you. Frost comes in and says, Big Ten's going to have to adjust to us. Yeah. Very very big difference the in how. Huge allergy. difference of statements on that end. And I that's one that really stuck with me. Yeah, And I caution
0: anybody that ever watches any sports and a team that you like when you see a snippet or a little bit of a quote go watch that ac- actual like conference to know what was said because even people flipped out on what rule said but if you went out and actually read the entire comment or listened to the en- entire comment he said he wants Nebraska football to be Nebraska football again essentially yeah. he wants it he wants to be feared he wants husker football exactly. to be feared once again he didn't say you're going to fear us right now he wants nope. He wants that fear again to be instilled into the conference. And it's just not, he knows it's not there. So, again, he wants to earn the respect. He wants to get the guys back to uh,
1: holding people accountable and getting that.
0: Even even if it
1: starts from the bottom and has to go all the way up, it was like Frost tried to cut through the middle and just try to go back up from there. And Rule's like, nope, he's got a seven-year deal. Yep. Right? He's going to make this thing right. I believe.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that again, this is it's exciting again, just because football's right around the corner. Like, thir- I'm I want to take Friday off because same I'm gonna be so pumped. I I freaking hope we win, of course, but um I'm gonna be so pumped we'll be on Thursday so night. Energy's gonna be flowing. There's other games going on Thursday night, so like you know how's this gonna shake out? So really excited. Colorado's gonna lose their first game to TCU on <laughs> Thursday night. Also very excited about that because who's not excited about Colorado losing yes. another. 11 games this year um <laughs> yeah i don't want to talk about prime too much but god that guy is he's just like he was, when he was i'm a cowboys fan so just like he was when he was a player he has not changed his entire everything he does is all about him it's always been that way so anybody who's surprised by that you know that's that's great but um i just he is who he is and as much as i don't like the guy i liked him as a player uh because he's on my team but i don't I think he has, like, 56 transfer guys and, like, 83 new guys on the team overall. And they've been fighting at practice,
1: and they that, think it's cool. That's but. almost
0: like the he wants people to fight in practice. If they're not, you're not standing up for your teammates, which I actually get that. But the message comes off a little different when you hear it from him. So, um, again, Colorado, you do you. We're going to do us. We'll see you week two. We'll whoop your ass, too. <laughs> um, so, Dalton six and six. Step four. I mean, any anything better than four wins is a or five wins is a step in the right direction. But um, we've been
1: four and eight, four and eight, three and five on the COVID year. Four and eight, you know, four and eight. You know, the last time we went to well, oh, and I told you this. The last time that uh, we were positive in the turnover margin was the one year that mike riley's second year the second then year? nebraska went what nine three or whatever like we were ranked in the top 10 for multiple weeks that year yeah. that was the last time we were positive in the turnover yeah. margin was that season so if we can clean that up <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that was pointed out by matt rule in one of his conferences no that's conferences what it too. was yeah, yeah and the what was funny was on twitter it, x whatever <laughs> just call it twitter Everyone i knows call it twitter it x is dumb um yeah. Like he a he site. posted that and he's like, you know, <laughs> people think that I'm weird about knowing these stats in my head, but uh, the last, you know, I know no, I'm a numbers guy, and I know this, and the last time that the University of Nebraska was positive in the, yeah. <laughs> the turnover margin was nine and three, and you know, <laughs> they <laughs> were ranked in the top ten that year.
0: It's uh, crazy concept. So is uh, Jevin, I hope I'm saying your name right. I'm sorry if I'm not, but he's not gonna jump off the roof, but he feels like the team's better than six and six.
1: I think so, too. Got, a lot,
0: got to show a lot of people you know, what they can do this season. 100 percent agree uh, that we we do have we do have a lot of promise. Again, we've seen promise before. It's just getting it there. My, Micah, you know, again, you agree, thank you. Um, <laughs> but love having you back, Micah. It was great seeing yes. you last weekend in person, by the Thanks way. Thanks for coming on. Um, let's talk a little bit about our depth chart before we get yes, to the it,
1: predictions, which is oh, always my I, favorite. I part haven't, of the year. I haven't come up with my predictions yet. that's on Well, the That's spot, why we're going to walk
0: through game by game and then Woo, try to remember we'll our, where we
1: go with that.
0: Try to remember where we're at with numbers. Um, all right, so talk about depth chart. And just so you know, if I don't respond to comments because I'm on the iPad, so I, I can't easily go back and forth between the two, but I'll c- try to come back. Let's first talk about wait Minnesota's offensive line better or worse than last year. Ooh, I don't know. You know, Tony, that's a good question. I think they lost shoot. two starters. I think. I don't know. Mm, I thought they, I heard that. I saw something the other day. It said how many returning players, returning starters from every Big Ten team there was. Okay. I think it said us. We had like 13 or you No, know, It might have been 16. might have been 16. And I do think Minnesota was right around the same. They might have been 14. They were right around this. I'll have to find that that uh, uh, image again with all the teams. Um and see what happens. Because I think
1: a fair amount of ours are probably offensive and defensive line, yeah. linebacker. We we might al- we D-back. might have only been four, 13 or fourteen. I can't remember. No. I think Minnesota. It depends right on who was going to name starter. It's true because you know who was going to win the job. Mm-hmm. But I think Minnesota was right around the
0: same. So let's go through. Jimmy, I love that. That's and. Again, you have a a guy that is statistically <laughs> don't laugh at me, Brian. Statistically um, competent in their job, data and stats they don't lie. And mm-hmm. so when you are running numbers and we're looking at numbers to try to make tweaks and make changes, that's that's your truth. That is your truth that you have to go by because those numbers do not lie. Yeah, yes, you can okay. say you can tell us all you want, and we can talk all we want about. How we lost so many games by one score. Seven or less points yep. in Frost tenure. It doesn't matter because you look at all the stats. We were we did not win any of those games. Turnover we margin. Yes. So Field position. Field goals. <laughs> so kick return average. Those kind of, you know, that is absolutely gonna be amazing just to look at.
1: Uh, I think if we can even just tweak a few of those, that's like a difference of two, three wins, wouldn't you think? Yeah. So I mean <laughs> So yeah, statistically,
0: so we'll, <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see how he can mm-hmm. use those numbers, use those stats, to kind of tweak things as we move forward. All right, so here we are. Offense, Let's, and, go. let's go offense first. Uh, I'm probably more excited about our defense than our offense, minus one guy on the offense.
1: So Definitely.
0: Offense first. So, left tackle. We got Turner Cochran starting again. Corcoran, I don't know. I said Cochran, whatever. Uh, so, we got Turner Corcoran starting over at uh, left tackle. Left uh, guard. Teddy
1: obviously must be hurt because he's on the chart, but he's not. He's third He's, 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 third he's, he's buried on the chart, and so he's obviously hurt. And unfortunately, and that, and that hurts. And that, that guy's sucks. got
0: he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's gotten hurt the last couple years. And that, that guy sucks. his he's first so game big. when he played against Michigan and we saw him play, he got hurt that game. Uh that years. was one of the best Husker games I've been to ever, and we lost. And it was it's by crazy. And it was by far watching him on that left side. He was a difference maker. And I honestly think that if he didn't get hurt in that game, I honestly think we would have won that game. Just saying. But anyway, so he's third on the depth chart. We got Ethan Piper at left guard again, no Captain. surprise there. Uh, we have our center and ben, ben Scott, Scott again, obviously. transfer. So Hawaii guy, uh, uh, Arizona, right? Guard. Arizona
1: State. No, from Hawaii though. Oh, he's from Hawaii. yeah, Arizona State, State, from State transfer.
0: Sorry, uh, Arizona State transfer. So he's got game experience, which is good.
1: Should be really good.
0: Yes. Um, how you say? It?
1: I can. I don't know, guys. said Yeah, Nure Nule. Uh, right he guard. He got suspended last year. Uh, yeah. He was out for the season because of uh, PEDs or whatever it yep. was. But uh, he, 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 he did his time, and he's been chomping at the bit, I think. He should be really good.
0: Mm-hmm. And we got Henry right behind him. So, uh, Latovsky right behind him, which is obviously a good guy to have behind him if we need him. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: he's chomping at the bit too.
0: Right tackle. Bryce Benhart, don't freak out.
1: Don't freak out. Don't freak out. They're saying he's
0: breathing They say he's good. Breathe. Um, Bryce Benhart, again, he's one of those guys where he has everything you need as far as size. You saw the town in high school. What the hell happened when he got to Nebraska?
1: He didn't get developed. Bam. First year Technique, under
0: – tools, movement. First, first year under Ryola. you only got so much time to work with the guys and really get them up to speed and ready to go when they are so far down. So Riola's back. Hopefully we got these guys ready. Again, if he's number one on the depth chart. He's going to be doing something right. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I feel like hopefully he is ready to go. Well, and I, I don't want to hate on the offense because I think the defense is actually pretty stinking good. Pretty um, but through the scrimmages that they've had, I know that I, I believe that Rule and you know the coaching staff was a little bit upset with how the offense played. But whether you take that as the defense is really good or the offense struggles, um, maybe it's a little bit of both. But um, I think Ben Hart should be taking a step in the right direction this year. I hope. Again, and, and a lot of it has to go. Again, and if you're... not, move one of those other guys over to right tackle. <laughs> I think one thing that we –
0: Husker fans in general. Again, I tell people all this when I when I travel for work, I talk about Husker football and people are like, "Why are you guys so obsessed with Nebraska football?" I said, "It's our pro football team."
1: It is. Now, you can be a Chiefs fan, that's fine, but it is It doesn't matter if you lose two games in a row if you're a Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah it does a little bit, but you're still probably going to win the division or at least make the playoffs. Every game matters in Every game is ma- Yeah. 100%, which
0: is why it's probably which is why to me it's more exciting than Agreed. than NFL. Um, but Ben Hart, you know, again, we, we wrote him our last year. We were like this guy, why the hell is he playing? Everybody saw it.
1: There's people I am, that I don't that aren't even Husker fans that would talk to me. They're like, You're a big Husker fan, you have a podcast, right? Yeah. 54 <laughs> is standing still, he can't move. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, we know. <laughs> we well, actually we <laughs> talked to Minnesota fans after the game
0: last last year, and we talked to some Minnesota fans, they were great, they were because didn't he's, he's, he's from Minnesota. Yeah, they were. The, he was number one guy out of Minnesota, and yep. on on, uh, I think on lineman out of overall. But either way, they're like, "What happened to him?" And we're like, "We don't know. We got. We, we have no idea." You tell us because we saw what he did in high school, and he just fell off a cliff. But yeah. I am. I'm hopeful. I'm. I'm want to see what happens against Minnesota. <laughs> so, Benard needs to ride the pine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's keep going. we got right, tight sorry. end. Uh, so, of course, we got Fedoni up there. Of course, he's coming back from uh, injuries in the last couple of years. The guy is just jacked. He's ready to go.
1: She's For God's so sake, don't get injured. so ready to go.
0: And right now he hasn't been injured in practice, so hopefully we'll see him game time. And so, Borgature
1: is number one yep. or Fedoni. So we got, I think they'll both play.
0: So, look, 6'5", 6'6", six, six, 245, 250. we got some big tight ends.
1: That's 6'6", 250? The dude's huge. Oh my God. Stat- stats don't lie. God, <laughs> I've freaking put on like forty pounds, he's fifty pounds since he got in. All right. Oh my slot. gosh, he's got to be good.
0: Nobody's gonna be surprised by our slot guy, five nine Billy Kemp. Yeah, he looks like he's a gonna shot. Be a he looks like a, he's my he's five nine. I'm five nine.
1: He's gonna catch the most balls.
0: Yeah. Um. And if we use our slot guy the right way, unlike how we did Wondell. Yeah. We will be successful. We I agree. did. We did a whole – well, we also didn't – anyways, we all know. Uh, but Billy Kemp, really excited about him. He's going to um, be awesome. Again, I, I didn't – I just hope he doesn't Excuse get me. hurt.
1: So I put that in the universe. Yep. So
0: um, – He's going to be awesome. Absolutely. All right. So then we go down to um, our wide receivers. So, again, I, I'm not doing even wide receiver one, two, three, whatever, because we have four wide receivers – I think you're all going to be excited. So we got Alex Bullock. We got uh, Marcus Washington, who, again, coming off an injury. But I still think he's going to be probably one of our top guys. Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda. We haven't really heard
1: from him, seen him much since the uh, Northwestern game last year. He he caught that first touchdown pass. And the way that that Casey Thompson to (laughs) Isaiah-Castaneda touchdown went, I was like, dang, we might be pretty good this year. Yep. And then we never saw it again. I'm yeah. not sure if he got injured or whatever it was. I, and so someone can correct me. He left the wrong. team, he came back. Um, he wants to be here, and I really hope that he contributes. Yes. Uh, so I, I do think
0: – I thought he left the team. I thought he decided he didn't want to play anymore. I thought he hit the portal. I could be wrong. Someone can I correct me. I thought he me hit the wrong. portal. But either way, I'm excited he's back, so I think he's got a lot of promise. I think he's going to be a good, uh, a good starter for us.
1: Washington, I think, is hurt. Bullock, obviously, he was a walk-on that yep. earned a scholarship. And what everything I've heard is he's making some acrobatic catches in camp. Yep. Um, and we got so, Ty, Ty so, Han yeah, I from Nebraska. Uh, so. Yeah, some, some of these other guys. Johnson, Nebraska. Where's Johnson, Nebraska? Let us know. Never heard of it. <laughs> um, Find it. I've, I've heard that anyway. these guys are making acrobatic catches in the – Camp, I don't so. want to make
0: acrobatic catches. I want them to catch the ball when it, where it's thrown to them. I really don't. I really hope Sims, number one, QB one. Let's go.
1: I'm excited well, and, about Sims. And some of those maybe, some, <laughs> some of the shit. you know some of those Purdy throws.
0: But it is, it's <laughs> exciting that they're catching the ball.
1: Yes, exactly. that's
0: exciting. Um, so obviously Jeff Sims, QB one, uh, Harburg behind him, then Purdy number three. Again, I'm not surprised. Everything that I've heard about Harburg. Is the dude's got a cannon? He's got a cannon, and he can run the ball. He's just a—he's a runner. We, he can—he can throw it if he needs to, but he's a runner. We, we saw enough of Purdy last year. I don't think Purdy's a bad QB. He is just not a guy that's going to be able to scramble out of the pocket like Sims and like Harper.
1: So what interests me about Purdy is this: his development with this coaching staff. Yeah. you know, maybe they—they've got him in a. You know, a more controlled state where he actually can throw normal passes and and still be able to run. Because when we went to the Minnesota game last year, he was terrible. I'm sorry, I just mm-hmm. say that uh, he was terrible. So maybe he's a little. I know, I know. I've listened to Matt Rule. He's talked about, you know, how how much like he could have left. Yeah, You know, and maybe he even said, like, you might want to look at other opportunities, and he decided Mm -hmm. to stick it out, and he has really thrived and progressed. So, I would, you know, if it comes down to it, I think he could be pretty decent if we need him to be. Absolutely. Running backs. So, we talked about the Incredible Hulk, Gabe Irvin. He's number one. Uh, He's number one. Again,
0: not surprised. Um, Why isn't Anthony Grant number one? You know, Terry, that's a good question. I again I'm not there, I'm not at the practice, I have no idea, but the one thing I do know is we have four studs in the backfield. Yes. And one thing we've talked about for the last however many years is we've never
1: had a true number one guy. Yep, Irvin won it, but he then he got hurt. hurt. He, he won it, but he wasn't really it, and then yeah. he got hurt. Yes. yes. So we, you have to have that that stronghold.
0: You have to have that one guy in the backfield you can always count on that's going to be your, your workhorse. After that, we know what Ramir Joss can do. The
1: dude flies. I We I, know what he can do. He's going to be catching the ball out of the backfield. He's going to be playing in the NFL catching the ball out of the backfield but, for the New England Patriots probably. But, <laughs> Without <laughs> the Redskins, because those are like that's why I could Like have to go. that. Just is the way I see it, or He's Redskins, that type of player. The
0: Commanders, sorry. Then you got Anthony Grant, obviously Emmett Johnson. Again, these, we have a registered freshman as our number four, but then we have a sophomore, junior, and senior. We have depth. I'm not worried about a running back room. Really excited um who's who's the guy that we that we lost into the transfer portal that was also a stud oh gosh he was a freaking
1: stud i so can't remember now um, I, I just
0: don't care because we got so much <laughs> uh but gabe Irvin, i think is going to be an He's absolute so fast. beast uh but we're going to see all four all pretty much three of those four guys get consistent play but i bet we see emma johnson in there again he could be kind of one of the surprise guys with a lot of speed coming out of the backfield catching a swing pass uh something like that but these guys are all going to be used and guess what we have last our favorite, the fullback. We have two, not just one. We have two fullbacks on this team,
1: and they're both good.
0: <laughs> six two and six foot 220, 235. This is amazing. This is amazing. Did you watch the
1: spring game? Amazing. Bonner was awesome. <laughs> just so I mean, I'm so excited. you can put him as a tight end. You can put him in the slot. You could have him lead block. You can have him run. It don't matter.
0: That's one thing that's absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> Johnson is uh, is west of Auburn, Nebraska on 105. Okay. I've probably driven through Johnson before. Thanks for, thanks for that, Casey. I traveled
1: uh, a lot for work. So, so yeah.
0: our fullbacks, we have fullbacks, which is fantastic. Um, I think it was uh, Liebentred who said, you know what? He goes, I just love hitting guys. Yep. He loves hitting guys. That's all he wants to he do is hit want, guys. He just wants to go in and hit guys. He don't even want the ball. Just let him hit guys. Notre Dame
1: transfer went scut. We went yep. scut. So <laughs> cool, bro. <laughs> you went to scut for one year. I get went scut for here. one year. Sorry, <laughs> get out
0: of here. Uh, but excited about our full. again, just bringing back the fullback. You can do so many different things with a fullback in the backfield. You get an extra blocker. You get a guy block not just for the quarterback, but blocking out in front of the running back. So really excited. Uh. Don't there you me. go. There you go. I always have to get one in every show, guys. Sorry. Um, all right, so depth chart defense. Let's see what we got. Well, there we go. All right, defense. All right, so defensive end. Ty Robinson. Still. Not a surprise. The dude's still ginormous. 6'6, 310. One of the biggest guys I've ever oh. seen in my life. When we met him? Um Nash Hutchmaker. Again, no yes, dude. It's his turn. Coming out of Olympia. Or sorry, not <laughs> Olympia. Oakoma, South Dakota. Um, it's his turn so he's a junior he's a big, big old dude. boy he is six four number zero six four three thirty my god yeah he got a captain spot uh blaze Gunnerson again love having this guy at defensive end six six two sixty five the guy's Carroll got a lot Iowa. of speed we've seen a lot of good things out of him as well uh for when he has been in the game so
1: excited about yep. and i think cam leonard right behind him i oh, think yeah. they're gonna probably swap I mean, I think they're both going to play pretty oh, yeah. equally, well, between, yeah. I guess.
0: Raekwon Buckley right behind uh, uh, Hatch as well. Or Nash, sorry, Hatch. Nash, Hugg- I am struggling today, guys. Nash, Huck. <laughs> uh, and he's 6'5", but he's 295. So you get a little, probably a little bit more speed out of him uh, with Buckley at the uh, as the backup there. Um, Luke Grimer jo- and, uh, and
1: John Bullock. Mm, he's
0: make a one and two. A lot with of money in
1: the NFL. We met him. He's awesome. Looks Luke's, Luke's a, good, a good guy. Nick
0: Nick Heinrich again, not a surprise there with uh Buddha right right behind him at the linebacker. And what's interesting about Buddha, he was actually he came in as a cornerback. He came in as a, as a Oh uh, he was. Yeah, he was a CB. He was a I think, CB when we, he came in.
1: When we uh recruited him, yeah. So it's interesting. We
0: haven't seen a lot of him play. We've seen some but not a lot. I'm excited to see what, what Buddha can do when he gets in the when he gets out there at the linebacker position. He's He's 6'5", well, 15, So he, again, he's we know he's got a lot of speed. Really excited what he
1: does on the field. It's going to be hard teams. to get in ahead of Luke Reimer and Nick Henrich because those are probably two of our best players that we have on our roster. Yep. Um, they're both captains, um, but they can play at other positions. When you three three five, bam, they can go out there. I mean, yep. you look at you know you got a Jack, you got a Rover, um, and those guys are great. We gotta put the best players on the field. So. Yeah, and again, that's again
0: 3-3-5. You have different options of what you do with different players. The fact that we're we're pretty deep on defense as well, which I think a lot of people are kind of worried about the defense coming in. Um, I was more worried about the offense and seeing the depth chart on offense and defense. I'm a little less worried because again, you look at I think just sheer
1: talent. I think we we have it. Yeah, um, I mean, you read these players off on on defense, and you're like those players could all play. Yep, if you. Need, if you're like, we need to start a game. You can put any of them in. Yeah, we got
0: Chief Borders is our Jack, um, and so. Sherman
1: right behind him. I mean, Sherman. the guys are freaking savage.
0: And Jamari Butler right behind him. I mean, yeah. this, those three guys, those three Jacks. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's gonna be. Fun I think to watch. Chief Borders
1: is gonna be really good, but
0: um, then at CB we got Quentin Newsom and Tommy Hill. Again, we know what these guys can do. Um, it's just stepping up and doing it again. Can I mean, your two CBs
1: walk. are Quentin Newsom and Mark uh, Malcolm Hartzog. Yeah. Yeah, and we saw what Hardsaw. There do two last of year. our
0: best players that we had on defense last year. And then behind Hardsaw, we had Dwight Boodle, the second. Um, so really excited to see what we can do there. Which which I did meet. Um, um Boodle's brother. God damn it, this chief. What's his name? I don't know. Oh my <laughs> you <joy>. met him. <laughs> uh, I call him Dwight Boodle. <laughs> hey, shut up. Uh, anyway, so then we got uh, Isaac Gifford.
1: As um, Rover, as our Rover,
0: which is not like that's a good Rover. Perfect, It's a perfect position. Then like S- the S- best,
1: he, he might be one of the best players we have on defense. Is Rover? How oh, could that not be good? And Phelan Sanford behind him, also really good. <laughs> um, so that
0: that's just exciting. I mean, we have we have some good depth on defense. Then again, Omar Brown. Uh, Kobe Brett's at safety and then Deshaun Singleton and Corey Caller even right by himself. See
1: Kobe Brett's as backup.
0: Gosh. Again. West
1: side's really pumping out some kids, man. Anyway, let's go on. Uh who all right, so apparently he's been battling uh,
0: fumbling in the ball in camp. So he needs to prove anyway, anybody that fumbles the ball needs to prove themselves. That's that's man.
1: that's why Grant's third on the depth. Hold top? on to that ball. Just he's fumbling. Mm-hmm. Okay? But anyway, back plan? to this. Okay. Uh Deshaun Singleton. All I've heard is good things about yep. how good he is. Oh, yeah. Tearing it up at camp. So I'm very excited. All right. So
0: then we have our kickers, place kicker. Uh, we got Alvano, uh, who came out of West Side as a freshman. We'll okay, see how Tristan does. 50-yard field goal to win the state championship. And we got Bleak Road as the back place kicker. Uh, our punter, we got uh, Bushimi, of course, coming back. Fantastic to have him back. Um then Timmy Bleak wrote as our uh, backup punter. It's good that we have two guys that can punt the ball. It's uh, a really good thing to know. Um, then Bushimi Bushimi for a kickoff holder on the um, on the field goals. Um, and then yeah, we got long snappers. I mean yeah, long snappers Ortiz and we got two long snappers, which I don't know how often that happens. Uh, but then we got our kick returners: Emma Johnson, Ramirez Johnson, um, and then Billy Kemp as our punt returner. So we got we got a lot of promise on the special teams as well. Again, special teams can win you and lose you games. We've seen way too many games that have been lost on the special teams side. Um, really hope to not have that be the case this year to where we're winning games. If the ball is going over your head, you're standing on the 10-yard line, do not go back and catch it on the punt. If you are on the goal line and it's going over your head and it's a kickoff, do not catch the ball and run it out of the end zone. If you're in the end zone, don't catch the ball and run it out of the end zone. Take it's it out very, of 25.
1: First simple tactic if our coaching staff and the
0: special teams does not instill those three things i just said you have failed and you should be fired <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying those are three very basic things you're on the 10 yard line on a punt goes no, over your head I, don't catch so, i mean you know
1: i'm just frustrated so, because we do it every single year i know i totally agree um <laughs> i really hope that billy kemp can maybe make a difference in field position returning punts yeah um not every punt is returnable (laughs) but if he can make a a little bit of a difference you know if he catches one at like 20 and takes 35 that's all we need 10 to 15 yards but don't do not return a punt inside the twenty. do not fumble do not do any of the dumb things we've done for so long
0: if someone puts you if someone places the ball down at the any time in between the five and the one congratulations that's a great punt kudos to you but if we catch the ball and we give you those yards, then we're idiots. Yes. So, um, all right. So, we talked about depth chart. Again, excited about our offense, excited about our defense. Let's talk schedule.
1: Hmm. This is where it's going to yeah. get dicey. This is where it gets fun, ladies and gentlemen. Because I haven't thought about my prediction yet. Because Matt goes off the rails. Oh, for sure. All right. I think it's to go 10, too.
0: What, I, what I'm going to tell you before we get started here. Is when I talked to Carricker, I told him he needs to watch the show and put me in place because I said we're gonna go seven and five this year.
1: That's what I said.
0: That was my prediction because I want to be safe. But we all know what happens when you get the juice flowing and you get excited. That I go a little overboard. Jimmy's gonna get a tattoo if the Huskers go ten and two. I'm,
1: I don't have any tattoos, <laughs> so
0: he's gonna get his first. I'm gonna be there videotaping and laughing if we go ten and two. So just saying. All right, schedule number one. We have what do you all right, let, yeah. there you go. All right, Minnesota. Thursday night, seven
1: o'clock in Minnesota. I might have to circle back to that one. Sink the boat. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. Honestly I have this in my head as an L. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go L. I'm gonna go with an L. I,
0: I hope I'm wrong, though. I really do. Um, I really think that we can beat Minnesota. I really think we're better than Minnesota.
1: Especially when we showed to beat them last year with a backup quarterback and a a worse coach. Here's the
0: the difference maker in this game. For the Huskers to beat Minnesota, it's going to be the offense. It's got to be Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims in that running back room is going to have to take over that game to win it. I'm not
1: uh, – We have I some receivers s- that might yeah. be back in a few weeks. Um, yeah. I feel like we're going to have to run the ball really well. Sims is yeah. going to have to put a lot on his shoulders. Defense is going to have to stand up pretty tough. Yep. I think it could be a I potentially I, close game. I think we end up losing a close game, and people are gonna be like, "Here we go again. Here we are." I just that's my feeling on it. But also, but I also think
0: that we could win. But what I think about the defensive side, I don't. Minnesota's offense doesn't scare me. Their defense, their defense doesn't scare me either. There's nothing about Minnesota that says, "Oh my god, they are a scary team." No, no, it's more of us because we have not been successful against them and we find a way to lose games i hope that's not the case with rule i hope it's not the case with the team now i hope that's not the case with jeff sims he's coming in as an experienced quarterback the dude is huge he's ready to go we have a great running back room great i'm not worried about our defense i'm worried about how our offense is going to put points on the board if they can do
1: that i hope we win by two or three touchdowns um Yes, a close friend that wants to come on the show. He's got a podcast himself. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Persico will get together, my, my man. Yes, but um, he said I think we can go seven and five, eight and four if we beat Minnesota. Hey, hey. and I, that's where I'm at. Kay. That's where exactly where I'm so at. So we're starting so, off
0: with an L in Minnesota. We both got the L again. I hope I'm wrong because I really want to have faith in Nebraska. Doesn't every game. have
1: the Colorado game. Right there, dum dum. It goes. Right oh, I, why doesn't it go straight? All right, whatever. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you think I'm struggling? Jimmy's. Is... I'm not struggling. <laughs> why would the schedule go boop 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 boop? Why wouldn't it look go at straight? the dates? All okay. right, September 9th.
0: The following Saturday, we got we got time to prepare for Colorado. We'll see what Colorado does. Their first game against TCU. Again, I think they're going to chalk up a big fat L. Um, and then we go to Boulder and we play Colorado.
1: A That's a dub. Car. That's a dub. That's an automatic I'm gonna dub. be at a
0: wedding. That's a dub. Because people get married in football season because people they that have like season people.
1: tickets home game season tickets decide to get married in the Colorado
0: game. Are you serious? Any game, it doesn't matter. Any game you're just, you know,
1: not it's not very
0: kind to your friends and family. Um Alright, then we got Northern Illinois at home. That's a dub. dub. So we're two and one, right? Two and one. Uh, then we got La
1: Tech. We
0: got a concert. At that point.
1: That game better be early because we got a concert. We do. It, it <laughs> better be.
0: Give us an eleven o'clock game. Give, give us a two 11. thirty game. Two thirty. I don't care. We're going to the concert that night. If we, we're going I'm not watching Huster game during a La Tech game. I'm not. Nah, we're gonna win that game. So we're three and one. Then we go to. Then we got Michigan at home. So three home games in a row. Now, I. it's 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 an L for me
1: but it's an L
0: but i do think that game is really going to help set the tone going into our next four or five games to be honest. i mean really that michigan game what can if we do if we can be
1: competitive and right. we sh- and we should be and we should be because the last time that michigan was here we we were there mm-hmm. and like you our, said our talent drop
0: off from that game 2 years ago and we haven't dropped off in talent no. It's just being
1: prepared. How do we prepare for the game? And how do you prepare for adversity? When you get down to the point where you have, it's make it or break it, you have a turnover. That's how we've yes. lived for years. That's or, not what we want anymore.
0: Or, hey, it's a tight game. We have a three point game. We have a six point game. We have a seven, nine point game. We're within 10 we, points or losing or winning in that game. How do we continue to push
1: ourselves to either end it? Or come back. We have a chance to win this game or tie this game, and you turn the ball over. Yep, that's what happened. Seen it. Um, So so I'm gonna do. Okay, so we're three and two now after Michigan. Three and two, right? Yeah, and that's respectful. I mean, Michigan is they're number two in the country for a reason. They've gone to the college football playoff for the last two years. Yeah, so they're gonna be good.
0: They're gonna be good this year. We know that. Illinois, Illinois, I think is
1: a a sneaky game. It's a wild card. It's on the road. Brett Bielema is a phenomenal coach. Um, I almost have to say it's an L. As much as I want to say it's a win. Ooh, that's a tough one. It's a night game.
0: That's a 50-50. It's a night game in Illinois. And, and we saw what Illinois. Illinois had a lot of
1: promise last year as well. I feel like where we're at is... If this was two or three years from now, playing against Illinois in this spot, I would say, if things are <laughs> progressing, it would be an easy W. But where we're at now, it's a 50-50. It's another 50-50. And 50. that's why I, You're say, saying L. I say Brett Bielema is a really good coach, and we lose like a 28-24 game. Okay.
0: Three and three. I got. I got Illinois with a the dub there too. I think it's gonna be a tough game going to Illinois night game. Again, you're talking about playing on the road. Um, Illinois showed a lot of promise last year. I hate saying Illinois is gonna win, but we also saw what Illinois could do uh, last year.
1: And, they're big up front. They yeah, play. They, they play teams. the right way. They, they they play like Illinois or like Wisconsin did. They're Brett Bielem was the coach there, <laughs> yeah, so we're
0: three and three. Northwestern, dub. The fact that they have any coaches is pretty amazing. So we're four and three. Purdue, I'm gonna take a dub. I'm taking a dub on Purdue as well. I, Purdue, new coach. We shouldn't have lost per, to Purdue the any time that we've lost them, to be honest. So five and three. They got a new coach. Michigan State, I'm calling a dub. I don't. Michigan State hasn't been scary. Mel Tucker came in and won what eleven games his
1: first year. Got a huge contract. Got a huge and that means... contract, and that, like, it it's just... on the it's on the road. Um, I just take don't... take yeah, take the dub. I, I, um, I just don't see they're not a scary team to me. Where we're we at, so we're six and three now. Three games okay. left. I, I I might take it five and four, but go ahead. Okay, I'll beat Maryland. We're gonna beat
0: Maryland, so we're seven and three. I'm gonna say we lose at Wisconsin, not because I think they're a lot better than us but we just we never beat Wisconsin. Even when we had the opportunity to beat Wisconsin, we don't beat Wisconsin.
1: Okay? I'm going to take doesn't happen. I'm going to take one win here and one win here. Okay. So, we're beating so I'm 7 and 5. Beating uh,
0: Iowa I went 8 and 4. Again, still better than my last year 10 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I've improved, guys. I drank less Kool-Aid. Um, no, I'm drinking plenty of Rule aid It just <laughs> might take a minute. And you just don't know until you <laughs> see the first
0: game. It hasn't come through the system yet. It will. Don't worry. Um, so I got 8-4. Jimmy's got 7-5. and five. Just in our predictions. I did say 7-5. and five. I just don't know where that fifth loss is going to be. And it's tough. I it Maybe Michigan State. But, again, Iowa, they're ranked 25th preseason. I don't – why? Because you got a new quarterback? Cade like, McNamara is going to be out, too, for the first couple of weeks. Why? He's hurt. I didn't see that. Yes, he's <laughs> hurt. <laughs> so they might really lose. Don't even know. They might lose to Utah State on Saturday. Who knows? They, he's um, hurt. yeah. I just again, Iowa is a team that relies on their defense to win them games. The fact they have a quarterback that is decent, does their offense core even know what to do with him?
1: <laughs> their offense coordinator, he's horrible.
0: I mean, I as
1: person. I know. honestly
0: don't think Spencer, Spencer Petrus was as bad as he played, and it's probably because he had a horrible offense coordinator.
1: No, I think he was actually probably pretty decent. I thought you were gonna say he was actually pretty bad.
0: <laughs> he was pretty bad. Yeah. But I, again, I, I do think Again, there's a lot to be excited about. It's it's football season. There's so much to be excited about. We have a long ways to go. We have a lot of improvement to make over what we've done the last few years. But And looking at our mu- schedule
1: as much as I hate to say it, it might be a a bit of a slow burn, but I think with the way that Matt Rule's been able to turn programs around, from nothing to from something. nothing to something, I think we have a lot more talent than than he's had in the past. Yes, I also think that's going to be a fun year. I
0: also think we're going to talk about more wins than we are losses this year. I sure hope so because a lot of the
1: episodes that we do are. Pretty somber. We're so negative. I don't want to be negative. I wanted to have fun. We. Have I want to. I mean, we, have we still have fun. <laughs> uh,
0: but it's it's one of those things where when you suck for so long, and we've had one winning season since we started this podcast in twenty fifteen. One and winning that was 2017.
1: season. Twenty seventeen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Well, last time nine and three. Nine, and three. nine and three, and we went to a bowl game. Uh, that was the last lost. time. We lost to Tennessee in the Music City Bowl. Yep. So the fact
0: that we we're still here. It's because of you guys, not because of us. But this is fun. It's because of us. We enjoy it. Because um, of us. Let's talk about some more dubs this year, though. I really, I mean, we'll get Brandon Kenny back on the show. Uh, Character wants to come back on, so we're gonna get Character. Oh, unfortunately, unfortunately, he's in Colorado, so we won't get him in person more than likely. But uh, we will have him on the show. I'm actually really jealous because my son got to meet him in person. And my dad did, and I was out of town for work, so I he, he was at Husker Hounds. I but saw my son, my son got to go see him and, and get his autograph for our uh, for our helmet, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But uh, we we're ready to get some more people on the show uh, and really enjoy it. Uh, Roy, I know Brandon's got a lot going on, but I really hope he comes out. Yep, he's a busy dude, but Roy Halus in Bennington, so he's close to us. Uh, <sighs> I'll try to get him on the show. But yes. Um, Anything we can do to spice up the hey we got a new banner we got a new uh, logo uh, working on we have actually two. Not only that, but uh, what the trading cards? Yes, yeah, so I'll get there. So we got two. Um, Baby Ferris is a terrible coach. He is. <laughs> um, we got two two new logos. We got one on our Facebook page for like our, our banner, yeah, and that'll be tight. like that'll kind of be our prime logo uh for some rebranding and then we have a new circle logo that's gonna be um that's gonna be mocked up by cornbread custom signs who did our sign giveaway last year um uh, so cornbread custom signs they're gonna help us out with actually professionally i drew it on the ipad it's not very good i'm not an artist it's great um it's, it looks great but it's not great Um it's perfectly imperfect yeah there you go uh but so look look for some new branding this year merch hey that's coming don't worry i think we'll start off maybe with some stickers Dude, some that'd be t-shirts. awesome some I don't know we'll figure it out hats but, yeah we can wear hats maybe uh, but ideally you know we're, we're gonna try to expand on what we do now just for fun it's, it's all fun guys so excited to be back excited to get some new branding Blast. new logos um, new season Let's kick off the right way. Let's have some fun. Let's get some wins. Thursday night, <laughs> that you'll, hear, you'll hear. Helps. You'll hear from us on Thursday night. We'll be back. We'll be ready to go. We'll be showing, uh, shooting stuff out to our social media. Not just on our page, but Cornhusker Nation will be live as well. Koozies is a great idea, Kara. Oh, koozies is a great you can never idea. Get me go with koozies. I um, use that every stinking week. That's right. So appreciate everybody that joined the show today. Um, we're running about an hour right now, just over. So thank you for joining us today. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Watch some preseason football if you want to. Enjoy your Thursday night. Um,
1: Thursday, let's
0: go. Thursday night, let's go. We'll be we'll be on social media. So throw us messages if you want to. We'll be ready to answer and, and get you guys going. So go big red.
1: I'm Matt. I'm Jim. Hold on, Wait,
0: hold on. Oh, I, he's got a full go. beer. I can't. I just poured one. Hold there. on. Yeah, we hold on. Be patient. Yeah, I can't do it without you. Yeah, I gotta. I can't have a, a third of a beer. And just so everyone knows, Brian is back this year, and Brian actually made our logo for our banner, so big uh, shout-out to him. It, it's pretty bold. It's pretty awesome. Very excited. It's up on our Facebook page on Two Average Guys, so check it out. Cheers. We may see some different
1: surroundings here soon, too. So. Cheers,
0: everybody. Cheers. Go Big Red. Glad to have you back. We're glad to be back. Woo!
1: Woo! Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 so
1: as a the When the sun is bright and the fields are ripe, with the tassel on the corn, you can hear it grow.